0: stadium is cardinal outfielder lane thomas thanks so much for stopping by how's everything going so far in your first days and weeks here at uh this outpost for yeah,
1: 2020 oh, there sorry. we go we forgot now That's uh, not your fault we, we should forgot. probably turn you on yeah, yeah no it's
2: uh it's been going <laughs> great you know it feels good to get down some warm weather it's a little cold run from so when did you get down here i got down here the first of the, of the month so okay. i've been here you know a week and a half before camp started so Just uh, wanted to get down the warm weather. Now,
3: from Knoxville, right? Do you still live in the area? I still do. Yep, live in Knoxville. Did you ever go to a Tennessee Smokies game? I did a lot as a kid. We actually used to play high school games there. Did you really? So, yeah. That's where I played my double-A ball. Was it really? with the Tennessee Smokies? And, and I loved it. And, and maybe it was only like a small period of time where it was the Cardinals. I think it switched back and forth to the Cubs. But they had some good fans there, man. That's a fun place to be. Absolutely, yeah. You get all those people up that live in you know
2: Pigeon Forge, Gatlinburg. They come yep. down and watch some baseball. So yeah, it's, it's a cool place. That's beautiful
3: uh, country,
0: by the way.
2: Oh yeah, it's beautiful. I, I don't think I'll I don't think I'll ever leave. Really? But, yeah. Lane, he,
0: Brad is too uh, humble to tell you. I was going to get there honestly. Oh, yeah. When he was pitching for Knoxville, he. Delivered two, 57 and two-thirds scoreless innings. It's still the all-time minor league record. It's no oh, big wow, deal. Look, yeah. Lena. I mean, if, <laughs> wow. if you end up going, you might see my picture on the concourse. It,
3: it is what it is. I was hoping that you'd go to more games, but you're going to be busy for the four future. But your picture's future. on the concourse. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got a yeah, sense Are it. you yeah. serious? <laughs> yeah, will check that you, out. Buddy. Yeah, you should. Nice. You should. Look. uh yeah, First of all, congratulations on last year. You, you you make your major league debut. You get called up, and look, I I know the season didn't end as planned. Yet you, you had the injury, got hit, uh, and had surgery. But but people are buzzing about what you were able to do in, in a short amount of time. What was your experience like last year?
2: It was unbelievable. I think it's it's what you would expect it to be, and more. You know, I I remember you know just the first hit and stuff, and just the way the feeling. And um, I always tell the story. I I was—I actually debuted in Milwaukee, you know, for defense, and I got left on deck. And I was like, you know, the feeling I got on deck—I was like, okay, that's kind of what I, you know, I need to expect. So it kind of helped me out a little bit, just kind of get comfortable. But yeah, it was incredible. No,
3: take us through the first hit because if I remember correctly, was it an opposite field home run? It was. Take us yeah. through
2: that. <laughs> yeah, it was a little more dramatic than you would think. I know I, I got stuck on third <laughs> base. You know, they had to review it, make sure it went over and stuff. <laughs> but it was—it was incredible. You know, my parents were both there, and um, you know, it kind of takes you
3: back to. All the, all, the, all the times he threw to me in my high school cage and stuff, so it was just cool. What was the call back when you, because I remember this one distinctly, when I got called up to the big leagues, calling my parents and talking to them and how, like, it like, was kind of like choked up getting the words out that it was happening. Like, what was that, telling your telling your folks that you got called up to the big leagues?
2: Yeah, it was insane. I think it, you know, like what I just explained, it just kind of takes you back to the people who got you there almost. You really get, you know, humbled up and, you know, just, just excited to be there. Anybody cry? Uh, my dad definitely did. I, I may have teared up a little bit, but, you know, we don't talk about that. <laughs> yeah, <That's fine.
0: laughs> Lane Thomas with us on 101 ESPN. How's your wrist doing? There's probably nothing more frustrating for a hitter than a wrist injury, right?
2: Yeah, it wasn't too serious. You know, I was only out for about a month from lifting weights and stuff, so about the time they were in the uh, in the NLCS is when I was, you know, getting back in the gym, being able to use my hand and stuff again. So it wasn't too crazy. I, did, I definitely took an, ex- an extended period of time off, you know, mm-hmm. from hitting just because, you know, just let it heal, and then I started back a little earlier just to make sure, you know, nothing was wrong. So, all good, just excited to be back and strong and, you know, ready to go.
3: Well, and when you look at camp right now, obviously we're, we've got an outside perspective. You're in the middle of everything. It looks open. It looks, like there's, it looks like there's plenty of opportunity to be had. There's question marks, left field, center field. You are right in the mix. Do you just look at this and say, hey, I'm going to go out, I'm going to be me, do my thing, and let's see what happens.
2: Yeah, I've always been a big person about kind of, you know, Worrying about where your feet are at, you know, that's that's all those decisions are out of my control anyways, you know, I can only go out and play and, you know, try to open some more eyes, so that's kind of how I look at it, just, you know, go day by day, and, you know, it'll it'll, it'll work itself out.
3: It, it is, uh, it's a beautiful thing in big league camp, and I talk about this from a, a pitcher's perspective, that's all I've ever known, but, like, getting the opportunity to impress in front of these guys, like, it, it's different, and it carries some weight, and certainly you've already done this at the big league level, but... For for younger players, there's like a pressure that could go uh, go with it, right? Being in big league camp, for you, having the idea of, uh, you know, being where your feet are, that's about as good as you can get. Yeah,
2: absolutely. I think I had a little experience with it last year, so getting actually called up, I would spent some time in the clubhouse and, you know, talked to wayno and Goldie and been around all those guys, you know, and Ozo was really cool always to me, you know, hitting with him in the cage and stuff. So I think it's, you know, just just cool to have that experience before you actually – you know get to go to the actual big leagues you know so you built some
1: relationships already yeah absolutely yeah so So when you're just getting started you had that mindset of hey whatever I can do to help doesn't matter if it's once a week or twice a week or whatever but how do you stay ready when you know your whole life you're used to playing every day
2: I think that was the hardest part for me was coming up and learning you know a routine I think I think I was mentally prepared You know, I was like, okay, confident and ready to go. But at the same time, it's like you got to loosen up and make sure you're, you know, doing the right stuff in the cage before a pinch hit or whatever. And what really threw me off was just going back and forth. So then, you know, you're not playing for ten days. You're getting pinch hits and then going back down to AAA and playing every day. It just kind of, you know, you just got to get used to that aspect of it. But um, I thought I felt, you know, pretty good about it and, you know, did what did what I needed.
1: And, and as far as playing positions, I mean, you've played all over the outfield. Is there one that you like better, or is that it? And, and in addition to that, really, is it difficult to go from you know center to right field one day, and they, they have you switching back and forth?
2: I've had a good enough you know a good enough amount of experience at all of them, but I definitely am more comfortable in center field. I think I think right field's a little easier than left field. I think left field's definitely the hardest, just because you know you have a lot of right right hand hitters who kind of hook ball, so you just kind of make sure you got to get the reads right and stuff.
0: Lane Thomas with us on 101 one ESPN and. In- Lane, you don't become the defender that you are in the outfield without putting a lot of work into it. There, there's a lot of outfielders that show up at the major league level, and they can hit because the bat always plays. But there's work to be done. Where did your desire to become a good defender come from?
2: Um, I think I've always kind of been an athlete on the field, you know. So I think that's just a competitive thing, you know. It's you know you can hit and stuff, but you know I was going to take the hit away from the guy mm-hmm. that was good on their team, kind of kind of mindset. So that's kind of probably where it came from. It's just the competitiveness, but. Um, definitely coming up and that was my role you know working with Willie so I was you know that was almost more nerve-wracking than the hitting it was <laughs> yeah. like, you know if I go strike out that's kind of like normal you know but if I go out and duff a ball in the outfield you know it's not gonna look good so I really focused on that what's
3: that like working with Willie McGee because w- Willie is one of uh, I I think first of all and you know firsthand he's a great teacher he- he's like calm like wh- what does he like to work with on a day-to-day
2: oh it's incredible he just w- whatever you want kind of goes so Everything was great. We, you know, worked on just reads and, you know, whatever I wanted to do really and wh- whatever, you know, made me feel comfortable. So it was it was good.
1: We were talking to uh, Matthew Libertor about the, the process of being traded. When, when you're in the minor leagues like he is, what was that like for you to to get dealt and finding out that that was happening?
2: Yeah, it was pretty wild. You just don't expect that. You know, I feel like you always have this, like, loyalty to the team who drafts you at least while you're still with them, you know, yeah. so I was kind of like, wow, like I didn't know who it was for, or what it you know. Even afterwards, I was like, I didn't even know what international signing you know, bonus was. So I was right. like, is this oh, they good? Just, they just kind of <laughs> shit me off, you know. So, um, but, yeah, it was just wild. I, I remember waking up, just having to drive across the state, you know. and Yeah, it was pretty cool. But the, it's
0: also cool to know that an organization like this wants you. And I remember from day one when they made the trade, they said, hey, we, we really like Lane Thomas. And uh, I'm sure they've shown that to you, too.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I, th- I, I definitely dealt with some injuries and stuff with the Blue Jays. And even coming here, I broke my foot. So. I was just grateful for the opportunity, you know, because it could have definitely gone the other way. It was like, you know, this guy can't stay healthy, and you know, maybe repeat high A. And that's a t- that's a tough league to hit in. So I think it gave me a lot of confidence, and it was almost like, okay, it's time to actually do something. You know, going to Springfield. So yeah, it was cool.
3: I, I talked to uh, Dylan Carlson uh, about uh, high A and hit- hitting at Palm Beach, and he was asked a question, like, w- would you would you say that. Big prospects should just skip high A as hitters, right? And he was like, no, it made me a better hitter. It made me a more complete hitter. And for those that don't know, look, Florida, Palm Beach, uh, the the Florida State League in general, ball does not fly. Like, if you are a power guy, your doubles in the gaps are outs, right? I mean, the home run power is not there. What do you think? I mean, does it change you as a hitter? Can it shatter your confidence as a hitter? I think... It, I think someone needs their
2: confidence shattered if that's what's happening in that league. I think it's – it definitely, I agree with what he's saying. It, it teaches you how to hit because, you know, you can't go up there and get those hits that you would normally get, you know, that where the ball just backspins and gets over an outfielder's head. It's just – I think this, this uh, stadium is like one of the worst in the league. I thought it was one of minor the best, to be totally honest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can definitely see that. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, I definitely think it teaches you how to hit. I, I, was, I spent, you know, half the year in, in Dunedin, so it was a little more forgiving. But coming here, I was like, wow, like I hit a few balls my first game, and I was like, what, you know, what just happened? Yeah. yeah.
1: Well, when you get to spring, does, does somebody have a conversation with you, whether it's it's Mike Schiltz or or anybody else who, who tells you kind of what they're expecting out of you? You have your own expectations for yourself. But does, does somebody have a conversation with you at the beginning and tell you, look, Lane, this is this is kind of what we're looking at for you in 2020
2: um you know I don't think they really come out and say here here's what we're looking at I think it's kind of expected for you to just go give your best effort I think that's kind of what the Cardinals are about I know just from even coming into the clubhouse and listening to Gary talk when I was you know first got traded you just kind of get a different feeling you know it's like a an organization you know you obviously know you won a World Series it's just a different I don't know it's a different feeling walking into a clubhouse and you know that you know they have a history of winning so I think that's part of it but um you definitely get a feel. I, I talked to Chris Carpenter a lot. Um, he's definitely kind of talked me through some stuff and just kind of gave me scenarios. So I think that's a good guy to have in your corner too. Do,
1: do you go to him uh, w- with questions, or does he just offer to you?
2: Both. He, he traveled around though in the minor leagues and worked with you know some guys in Double A. So I kind of met him there and just kind of we kind of you know hit it off. So I, I talked to him quite a bit.
0: Lane, before we let you go, if you could visualize a perfect spring training for Lane Thomas, what would that entail? What would it look like?
2: Completely healthy. You know, that's all, that's, that's all it is. I think just stay healthy, you know, get, get your work in and, and, and be physically ready to go for a full season.
0: And then take your chances with your ability, right? Exactly, absolutely. Yep. Thank you very much for stopping by. We no appreciate problem. it. Have a great spring. Thanks for having me. That's Lane Thomas, Cardinal outfielder, with us from Jupiter on 101 ESPN. More coming up from Cardinal Spring Training after this. You're listening to The Fast Lane, live from Cardinals Spring Training in Jupiter, Florida. All week long, Randy, Raji, and BT will be talking with players, coaches, and reporting on all the news from Roger Dean Stadium. Follow the action with a...